Electric Jesus is back in the news and for all the right reasons. He's just so preposterously dependable. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au, the place where Australian new car buyers save thousands off their next new cars. Hit me up on the website for that. Electric Jesus, the Stan Myers of EVs. He's not the messiah, he's just a friggin' very naughty boy. The list of failed promises continues to grow like Pinocchio on crack. I saw that movie too recently. It was most uplifting, if memory serves. Anyway, to the paid-up members of Green Scientology, i.e. Tesla, Electric Jesus can do no wrong. But to me, he's little more than a charismatic clown. And I friggin' hate clowns. Here are six of the best contemporary Tesla-owned goals. Currently trending on Google, the term Tesla summon fail kind of says it all, really. It's great in theory, okay, but mentally retarded in practice. Tesla Smart Summon is the smartphone app that summons your plug-in shitbox from up to 60 whole metres away, whence it is parked, so that you need not walk all the way to it, you lazy, rich prick. Tesla! Using technology to solve problems that don't actually exist. Yes. Tesla claims Smart Summon can navigate more complex environments and parking spaces, manoeuvring around objects as necessary to come find you in a parking lot. Unfortunately, that thing that George W. Bush II would probably still call the internets is filling up with inconvenient videos, blog posts, and outpourings of social media grief following Smart Summon going horribly awry. Just search Tesla Summon Fail on YouTube and prepare to be amazed at the spectacle of high-tech spastication. Teslas running themselves into garages, Teslas smacking themselves into some other car, or just acting flat-out retarded because the system cannot cope with the complexities of reality. It's most entertaining. Other party thinks that I was actually driving because I ran to my car before he got out. Please give me some advice. That's a tweet from some guy, a cult member, after his Model 3 in spastic summon mode was involved in a bingle with a somewhat more conventional car. It's a very good point he raises though, you know, if I'm driving in my car and a Tesla operating in dumb shit mode runs into me, who is actually responsible? Whom do I sue indignantly? I don't think the legislation's quite there yet, just like the technology. And to electric Jesus, I would pray, Lord, how about you stop beta testing your dog shit technology that's little more than a nice idea on an unsuspecting public. And don't do this for us, Lord, I would respectfully suggest by way of ongoing prayer. Do it for yourself. All you've managed at this point, Lord, is the perfect demonstration of why autonomous vehicles cannot cope in a world full of human drivers. 
And that's a long way from the miracle the faithful are expecting of you, frankly. Amen. Speaking of beta testing, dodgy bullshit Tesla tech on the public. The Model X, okay, it's got a feature that most people don't know about, which is not even in the owner's manual, and many of the sales consultants actually selling this vehicle don't know about it either. It's called the Icebreaker, which is another brilliant, but ultimately bullshit in the execution idea. See, if the Model X's power front doors feel resistance upon opening, perhaps when they are frozen solid by ice, a black obelisk pops out to break the ice and free the door, yes, and then it retracts in just two or three seconds. A black obelisk, right? It's all very Stanley Kubrick. Unfortunately, though, there is a hole in the icebreaker which is big enough for a five-year-old girl's finger. The hole is only accessible when the obelisk extends and it's an entrapment hazard on retraction. Oh, friggin' course. I think you can probably see where this is headed. Her name is Milana Izatov, and she just did what kids do inquisitively enough. The icebreaker then turned into a finger breaker and became a little girl trap. Nice one, dickheads. EJ's better mousetrap. Yes, he knew he could do it, having had fun. I can confidently assert that that predicament is not that. It took an emergency crew two excruciating hours to free Milana Izatov from the Tesla icebreaker. And I mean, there's so many nerve endings in the human hand. And to that A380 flying overhead, I would say, just park on the roof, knock yourself out, and us. Anyway, so the icebreaker turned into something of a deal breaker for the father, Marlon, who had previously been quite the Tesla acolyte. So he sued the Church of Electric Scientology in San Jose Federal Court. According to ABC7 News in Retardistan, Tesla's shithead lawyers tried blaming the five-year-old girl and her parents, as well as executing plenty of other predictable lawyer-style liability-deflecting bullshit. Do you remember when EJ called Vernon Unsworth a pedophile? Good times. Unsworth is, of course, the Thai cave rescue hero and a member of the British Empire. The famous MBE Chivalry Award, too, just for disambiguation, not just a friggin' passport holder. Anyway, EJ offered Unsworth his hastily constructed dodgy mini-sub, which Unsworth dismissed as, quote, a publicity stunt, mainly because it was a publicity stunt that would not have worked and rescued those kids. So there's that. And I guess, you know, billionaires just hate being dismissed. So Electric Jesus had a tantrum of sorts and called Unsworth a, quote, pedo guy on Twitter. And BuzzFeed says he also called Unsworth a, quote, child rapist. Ouch. It all seems fairly unequivocal to me, these accusations. Unsworth sued Musk for defamation, 
as one does when a billionaire alleges that you've been doing that kind of thing to children. And personally, you know, I found this so hilarious because this is exactly the example that I have been using for years when people ask me how to avoid getting sued for defamation in Australia. And I always advise them, like rule one of not getting pinged for defamation is don't call someone a pedophile unless there's actually a conviction from a court of law on the record. So to me, this was just the perfect storm, okay? It was perfect. Anyway, it's just become even more perfect. Yes, BuzzFeed says earlier this month that instead of EJ billionaire just, you know, quietly paying the guy off and shutting all of this down with an NDA, you know, non-disclosure agreement, i.e. making the smart move out of this disaster. It emerges that EJ and or EJ's team have hired a private detective and they paid him a lazy 50 grand in US dollars to dig into Unsworth presumably, to uncover any hidden pedo gems which might be buried there somewhere in the past. I can't think of any other reason. There may, of course, be one for hiring the PI. Satisfyingly enough, though, the PI is a guy named James Howard Higgins. Another dude who could perhaps go undercover as a penis with ears. Although I do suppose that the pot here should probably not call the kettle entirely black <laughs> on this one. Anywho, the glacé cherry on the icing on the pedo guy cake of private investigation is... Cock with ears is actually a convicted criminal who stole about half a million US dollars from the company which he co-founded. He was convicted and served 18 months of a three-year sentence and offered himself up to Electric Jesus as Principal Unsworth pedo dirt digger while on parole. It could only be more perfect if the guy was a friggin' pedophile. There's no suggestion that he is. So to the senior executive management of the West Wing of Electric Scientology, I would say, respectfully, nice job on the reference checks before hiring, you dipshits. And uh, to EJ, I would pray, respectfully, that you make better decisions while sitting at the head of the board of Tesla so that it doesn't go all last supper upon you in a friggin' handbasket. Lord, amen. <laughs>
red flags and principal criticisms of the company. In 2018, Tesla's board of directors was the second highest paid board in the USA. Elon's brother Kimball, a chef, was paid $6.8 million to sit on the board last year. And when I read that, I simply ejaculated, what the? Under the influence of which drugs exactly do responsible parents call their offspring Elon and Kimball? It's like a deleted scene from the frigging Lion King. That's just fucked up, I'd suggest. Which I guess is entirely consistent with the whole biblical parallel which we see playing out here. There are actually nine members of the Tesla board and most of them are in fact pretty credible people. You've got venture capitalists and investment luminaries and highly successful software geeks like the founder of Oracle. You've got the former CEO of 21st Century Fox and the former head of HR for Walgreens, plus the charismatic pedo tweeter and his chef brother. That's not funny. And this just made me wonder, of course, can you see any universe in which Kimball Musk might possibly contribute 6.8 million US dollars worth of value to Tesla. Because I sure as shit cannot. That is about 130,000 US dollars per week. Call it, I don't know, a lazy 25 grand a day if you take the weekends off and don't get paid for them. Must be impossibly excellent, I'd suggest, to have a billionaire brother but not so hot if you're just a Tesla shareholder, I'd suggest, because then you might realise that it is in fact you and not EJ the billionaire who is actually paying Kimball Musk to do, I don't know, whatever the fuck he does on the board, like, presumably, cut the crusts off those little triangular sandwiches. Whatever. <laughs> Let's talk fires, because whenever I say hydrogen, people say Hindenburg. It's one of those dot-joining knee-jerk reactions. So, with that in mind, a 57-year-old paid-up member of Electric Scientology recently parked his planet-saving shit heap in a tree, inconveniently, at speed in Austria. It caught fire, predictably, because you know, lithium-ion batteries, they're quite enthusiastic at that. He was rescued by bystanders, so that's rather nice for him. The German firefighters, who I must say do appear to have their shit together, arrived in a timely fashion too, and they fought the blaze successfully. Yes, the road was closed, but to bring the conflagration under control and make the vehicle safe for subsequent transport, they had to bring in a special container. And by special container, I really mean... Ersatz Portable Steel Swimming Pool, a 24 cubic metre steel box, 6.8 metres long, by 2.4 wide, by 1.5 high, designed to hold a smouldering EV sitting in 11 tonnes of water. That would be 11,000 litres. Uh, small problem here is that average German fire appliance holds only about 2,000 litres of water. So there's that. 
It should be painfully obvious at this point just how serious the ongoing fire risk is with crashed EVs. So to those chumps championing EVs in Canberra and other places, I'd suggest you might do well to ensure rescue services and the irrigation systems in the tunnels we drive through increasingly in city are adequately equipped to deal with the consequences of future crashed EVs. And finally, the semi, the mighty semi. Where would we be without the semi? I've always enjoyed the idea of having one of those in public. But the problem is, it's still not here. It's supposed to be here right now, they promised. Walmart and Pepsi have slapped down the big bucks on big orders. And the Church of Electric Scientology is now claiming that your flight to heavy hauling EV heaven has been delayed by about a year, inconveniently. I suspect it might be even longer than that before we see semis in public all around. Perhaps in the next life, this will be corrected, who knows. EJ's bishops are not even at the point, it seems, where they can disclose a production location for this fictional beast. Perhaps because one has not yet been selected. Perhaps because it's never going to happen. So, it's not looking good, is it, for the semi? But you can relax, because Tesla has released a die-cast model. Yes, because they've got so much friggin' spare time. Using the same CAD data used to manufacture the actual Tesla Semi, which, let's not forget, is actually not being manufactured in a location that has probably not yet been chosen. And the die-cast model is a lot smaller, obviously. But that's okay, because Electric Jesus himself has seen the future for the semi in a dream on the 8th of February last year. And as we know, the Lord is never wrong. So if you take four years, I think 100,000 units a year is a reasonable expectation. Maybe more, but that's right. Roughly the right number, I think. And this, I'd suggest, is right up there with the loaves and the fishes. So well done there, Lord, on the miracle front. You might want to choose a site for the factory sometime soon. That's just a suggestion by way of respectful prayer. Amen. You know, in researching this report, I actually prayed to Electric Jesus every night for the past week, religiously. And it worked perfectly, to my surprise. I got exactly the same response as my prayers to religious Jesus typically get. The doubting sinner in me, of course, unkindly suggested that nobody was actually listening. But then I got faith, I asked for forgiveness, and it all seemed Okay, so that was rather nice. If you'd like to support my unique flavour of blasphemy, heavy ghetto journalism, highlighting that corporate cockheadery, I don't think that's a word, but it should be, there's a secure PayPal link in the description to this video. Your support would certainly help. Feel free to share this report as widely as you can on social media or you can, I don't know, discuss it on your own YouTube channel, on your blog or perhaps in your podcast. And if you don't have those things, what are you doing in your spare time? Like, I don't know, get with it. Anyway, like, subscribe and, 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 and enable notifications so you won't miss 
any future uploads. It's hard to say enable, not like an Australian. And if you hated this report, let us take a moment. You might hate it, I don't know, perhaps because you feel I have maligned electric and or religious Jesus somewhat unfairly. In that case, do let me know. I always rather enjoy that, the contrarian view. Help me get more than 10% dislikes, a target for which, like 100,000 semis, I am yet to achieve, sadly. Haters are so passionate, and you have to admire and respect that. I do. I love them, and I love you, of course, in an wholly non-fag way. I sincerely appreciate your interest in this report. Thanks for sticking all the way to the end, and thank you very much for watching.